0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Zombies with a sense of humor and how you can be part of an interactive horror story, today on Soap Central Live.
0: This week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps.
1: Now, here's Dan. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I am the head ghoul, Dan Kroll, and for the next hour or so. We are going to be scaring up anything and everything soap, just like we do here every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now, when I say anything and everything, it's really what I mean. Some weeks we have interviews with your favorite past or present soap stars. Some weeks we have a soap connection that we work in where it's someone who may not have been on the soaps, but maybe they're a soap fan just like us, or they have a connection to someone who's on a soap. And other weeks, we open up the phone lines for the entire show to let you, the soap fans, tell us what you think of your favorite soaps. Today, we have a mix of all of those. We have the mother of a former soap star, a three-soap soap vet, and a lot of spookiness. It's sort of an early Halloween spooktacular, if you will. In just a couple of moments, we will dig up the dirt. Yes, there are going to be a lot of those today, but we're going to dig up the dirt on a new zombie dark comedy called Acting Dead. Then later in the hour, Sarah Glendening will be here to talk about All My Children and one of the scariest interactive experiences around called Delusion. The phone lines are also going to be open up for the entire show. So if you want to call in and chat with me or one of our guests, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866 866-472-5788. We'd also, in addition to talking soaps, we'd like to hear about your favorite scary movies or maybe the scariest soap opera story or moment in history. Something to think about and something to give us a call about. If, though, for some reason you can't call in because your phone line is dead or maybe it's undead, you can still join in the spirited discussion on Twitter at Soap Central or on our official Facebook page. I've got a thread going there as well, facebook.com slash soapcentral. So moving on to today's show, we've seen them eat brains in cartoons and B-movies. We've seen them infect the world in World War Z. Now it's time to see the softer side of zombies, if there is such a thing. Production is just about to begin on the zombie, that is a combination of zombie and comedy Zomedy, write that down, maybe make a hashtag out of it if you'd like. It's called Acting Dead. Producer Susan Bernhardt and writer-creative Brian Beacock are here today to talk more about the project and to tell us about the Indiegogo campaign that's helping raise money to make this series a reality. Brian, since you are the first-timer here on the show, let me welcome you to the show first. Brian, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thanks so much. Great to be here. And Susan, it has been three years, three months, and nearly three days since you were last here as an eternity, but we're going to welcome you back anyway. Welcome to Soap Central Live.
2: Thank you, Dan. It's a wonderful to be here. It's nice to sit down and relax for a minute and be able to do something besides running around.
1: I can imagine. And I mean, for the folks here on the East Coast, we're in the middle of a, a classic nor'easter, I guess. So we've got rain and there's no reason to be outside. So, what better day than today to talk about something sort of spooky, which are zombies? And I want to get some background on that, but I also want to find out for our listeners out there a little bit more about you. So, Brian, let me go to you. Your build is an actor, writer, voice actor, producer. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what they need to know for our next 30 minutes of chat?
3: Well, um, yeah, all those things are true. It's kind of uh, hopefully not the uh, jack-of-all-trades, master of none. But um, I came to L.A. starting out as an actor. And as it is with a lot of actors, you get a little older. The roles don't come as easily or as you know frequently. And you start to create your own stuff. So uh, several years ago, I started on my first web series that I created with a a partner of mine, John Yelvington, called McCracken Live, and that's actually doing really well. We're now pitching that show to networks, which is very cool, and um, met Susan doing a lot of the web series festivals, and she was working on her show, Misbehave, and we said, you know, when, when all the smoke clears... Uh, and the, the spooky fog rolls in. Why don't we do a new show? And um, that's when we decided to come together and work on this this new web series about zombies.
1: And looping back, Susan, I mentioned it's been more than 1100 days, not that we're counting, but it's been a long time <laughs> since you've been here last. It is an eternity when you're talking internet years. So let's find out what have you been up to over the past three years and three months? <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I probably the last time I was there was maybe right before misbehave launched or right about when misbehave launched, It was. um, went through three seasons of misbehave. And of course, Jillian Claire stars in that. And we had Eric Martzoff and Patrika Darbo and JC Jewell. And, you know, that was a very successful team. soap, won a lot of awards, had a lot of fun working on that. And Jillian, as you know, worked on it with me. And since that time, um, I have just kind of uh, moved on to other shows. I've uh, I produced an episode of a Canadian series down here. I've produced a couple other uh, independents, and I did my first feature film in January in Southern Oregon. Had a couple soap stars in that, including John J York and Mark Critchlow, um, and Jillian's in that as well. And that's a face-based holiday movie, which is coming out uh, Christmas 2014 now. Okay. But that's in post production, so that—that's. I'm still working on that. In fact, as soon as we wrap here, I'm headed back up to Southern Oregon to uh, shoot some more scenes for that movie in November. So that's in the works. I have about three other features in the works, and then Brian and I, like he mentioned, we decided to collaborate on this new show. And um, just to add a little bit to what he said, um, you know, yes, we. We met again a few years ago in the Web Series Festival, but we had actually met about 13 years ago when he and Jillian worked together at Universal Studios Hollywood um, in the Grinchmas production. She was Cindy Lou Who and he was the Grinch.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, small world, right? It kind of is I mean I, we hear that a lot that 's one of the things that I like doing on the show in terms of soap connections is sometimes we 'll interview people who don 't have a, a a definite soap presence, but once you start digging, you find out that you know their school teacher was a character on all my children or, or you know someone <laughs> that they dated was on days of our lives. I, I love to see that the way things work and how things sort of come full circle so that does take us from talking about how you met and how you sort of got back into each other's circle to find out what made you decide, Brian, that <laughs> zombies were the way to go. What about zombies said to you, you should make us into a web series, or however they speak?
3: Well, first of all, all your, uh, your little things that you're saying, I need, to get, I need to get you to write on the show, because they're brilliant. <laughs> so you may have to do a little cameo. Um, <laughs> Exactly what you said, you know, because zombies are, they're pretty much out there, they're everywhere, you know, Walking Dead and BBC's In the Flesh and the movie Warm Bodies, so they're everywhere you look, and I've always been a fan of them, and so I was watching the show, I was watching, I think, Walking Dead and thinking, what's going on with all those actors that are playing zombies? I said, wouldn't it be really funny if they were zombies, but they were actually actors? trying to get work as zombies. So I thought, well, that'd be kind of a weird world. So here's L.A. with all these out-of-work actors that can't get a job, and um, they go to this company that actually can turn them into a zombie to make them more better equipped, (laughs) more realistic, more castable to be cast in a zombie show. And that kind of was the, the germ of the idea, and then it just kind of went from there.
1: Susan to be more zombie like what exactly does one need uh, when you're going to a casting call to appear like a zombie
2: well you know fortunately in our show we have zombies and we have some that aren't zombies so it's a, it's a it's a mixture of both so um you know it's it's interesting that We've had such an amazing reaction to this show, especially when trying to find background because we have, you know, this is how our show's going. We have 50 people scheduled for background. We have 33 principals in our show and about 20 on our crew. So what started off as a little tiny production has really blossomed. But everybody wants to be a zombie. I mean, Brian and I have <laughs> filtered. How many people, Brian, that have reached out to us? Uh, And even recently, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, you keep seeing announcements about other people joining the cast. Yeah. I mean, we've reached out, and we've had people reach out to us, and everybody wants to be a zombie, (laughs)
1: <laughs> and there are a lot of people who I don't necessarily know yet if they're going to be zombies or they're going to be unzombies. But we've got some names that soap fans will definitely know that are attached to this: Carolyn Hennessy, Sean Kanan, Michael Nori, Patricia Darbo, Jillian Clare. I mean, just to name a few. Are there anybody else who maybe you would either like to announce here live on the air, or some names that perhaps I've? not mention, Brian, anybody who soap fans out there or listeners in general would really like to know that are going to be a part of Acting Dead.
3: Well, Susan, I don't think they're soap, but we've got, uh, we've got Lori Allen, who was uh, um, Diane Simmons, uh, the newscaster on Family Guy. She also starred in mm-hmm. Southland. Um, um, Christine Lincoln, who has her own web series called uh, Love and Lincoln*, but she was on the TV show Step by Step with Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers and uh, she's also now on Family Guy, um, Mitch Silpa from the movie Bridesmaids, Peter Boat from Hannah Montana, a, a lot of really, really fun, cool people. And we do have, we can't say it now, but we have a very exciting announcement coming on Monday or Tuesday as well.
2: Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, this is this is a big announcement of a big guest star <laughs> that we're yeah. uh, it, we've been we've been crossing our fingers to make this one work, and it works. So we're very very excited about our announcement coming out on Monday.
1: No more teasers, just than that, just a big announcement. We can't. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, you <laughs> we don't, me, Dan. Read I like to tease all the time. I constantly tease everybody about what's happening.
3: <laughs>
1: well,
2: can we say
3: the world, Susan?
2: What's that? Can um, you say yeah, say the world, say the world kind of allude to that.
3: Yeah. Uh, some-
2: comes
3: comes from comes from the music world. Ooh, that's yeah.
1: let everybody it's, out there who is listening. You can start your speculation and and tomfoolery on Twitter. No, perhaps, it's not Miley Cyrus. So they, let's not Miley Cyrus there right now. <laughs> yes, I don't know that I've ever seen a zombie twerk. That could perhaps be a very interesting <laughs> sub storyline.
2: Well, you haven't been to Hollywood lately.
1: Right. <laughs> that's, that's ha- true, although... priced, uh,
3: the price of Wrecking Balls, we don't have that in the budget. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's loop it back when we're talking about budget. One of the things that uh, folks should be aware of now is that a lot of these web series would not be possible if it were not for the assistance of the fans, the people who want to see this happen. And you've started an Indiegogo campaign hoping to raise $35,000 to cover all of the expenses that are involved in making Acting Dead a reality. Susan, what are some of the reasons that uh, folks should give the money? Where does this money go? I think that's probably the biggest question that soap fans or that any fan has. They see the campaigns, they see that people are asking for money, and they wonder, well, gee, if I give $5, how do I know that it's not going to be going to buy you know, Susan and Brian a new Mercedes? Well, with our show, and
2: unlike a lot of projects, if you know, that are new projects. You know, if a a show is going into its second, third, fourth season, that's completely different. They're already a proven commodity. You know, us out the gate, you know, what we had going for us is that we are both in this world, and, yes, we've had successful shows, but we also, you know, we're already scheduled to shoot. Our cameras start rolling tomorrow. At the beginning of our shoot schedule, day one of 10 is tomorrow. So, you know, and our campaign still runs through Wednesday. So there's no if if it if it if we don't raise all the money, if it's gonna happen or not, because it's still happening. You know, it's um when you're producing something, you always come up with multiple budgets. You know, this is this is where how much we'd love to make, this is how much we can do with, and this is what we'll probably end up with. That's probably that's the best way for me to put it. Fortunately, you know, we've had some um You know, we have what we need to make the show. What's going to happen with everything that keeps coming in now is just, you know, enhance what we need, help us get through post-production. You know, everything costs money, and when you're self-funding a show or looking for private investors or people to throw in money, it's very expensive. I mean, our budgets are a minute fraction of what a television show really has in their budget. You know, many times those are done for a quarter to a half a million dollars for one wow. one episode, you know, and, and we do ours for much, much less, but, you know, everything costs money. Today, you know, we had to go get supplies for our camera department. We had to go rent all the gear, which meant we had to rent a truck to hold all the gear. Yesterday, I picked up all the cameras because we need to shoot it on special cameras that people don't normally have, so just to get the look at the show that we want. So, you know, and then you start adding in the food, and you add in that we want to pay everybody something. And the crew, you know, this is how they make their living. It's their livelihood. So we can't expect people to come and work for free.
1: Well, let me talk about some of the people who are coming to work because I have just been told in my ear, it's like voices from beyond, that we have <laughs> one of those Stars on the phone who'd like to talk to us. Folks may know her from the world of daytime, including a role on General Hospital. We have Carolyn Hennessy on the line. Carolyn, our Danky winner, multiple winner, welcome back to Soap Central Live.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Yes, yes, the Danky voting public. God bless. God bless. How are you? Hey, Susan. Hey, Carolyn. I'm so glad you're here. How are you? I'm wonderful. I can't wait. You can I know I know you said the cameras start rolling tomorrow. I won't be in uh, for a, for about a week or so, but I, I just I'm just thrilled about this project. It's just reading the script, it's just so
3: funny. So I'm I'm such a huge fan of Carolyn's. This is this is Brian, Carolyn. It's very nice hey, to honey. talk to you. How are you? And you're just so you're so brilliant. You. You're so brilliant. I saw I saw your Halloween episode of Jesse the other night and you killed it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I seem to be in that. Uh, I seem to be in that sort of dead, dying, resurrected <laughs> monster theme. Yeah. I'm. It's it, 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 it's a great life right now, or or unlife, uh, or unlife.
3: You're just yeah. great, though. I mean, you're you just have, you've got the timing. You're just you are a brilliant comedian.
2: Thank you so much. That means the world to me. It really does. Really does. Well, I, I it all, what, always does. Uh, has been writing for you uh, with your role, Carolyn, and I'm telling you, it is brilliant. i um, yeah, so have all fun. I'm so excited.
1: Well, let we're me ask Carolyn, what is it about zombies that's just so damn cool?
2: Well, they're you know if you get them early enough, they're they they're teachable, and unlike <laughs> unlike most men. Uh, so uh, so I I'm I'm actually on the hunt. <laughs> or sort of a, a zombie, a, a zombie dude right now, or just somebody who's kind of been zombified. <laughs> so that's what I, that's what I love. Doesn't necessarily need to be dead. Just sort of, you know, teachable. Uh, zombie, you know, zombies are fun. And and um, the Walking Dead did something sort of interesting. It had been done before, but we now see zombies being able to move really fast. And yeah. before, then yeah. you could kind of run zombies away. Zombies Walking away. Dead and then super strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, people have sort of had kind of approached it before, um, but you know, now, now they really, really are a threat. And now we're adding, we're we're humanizing them even more with acting just, with, just You know, right now they've learned how
3: to take a bus. So
2: they learn how to take a bus, but also this is, you know, they understand that turning themselves into a zombie—that's their livelihood this is how they're going to make their... This is, this is their bread and butter. This is how they're going to make it in Hollywood. And, right. you know, the analogies, the euphemisms, oh, it's just... It's parallel, absolutely parallel. I mean, you know, they... Yeah, you know, it's going to be great.
1: Someone on Twitter has asked this question of you, Carolyn. They wanted to know, if there were a zombie in Port Charles, who would it likely be?
3: <laughs> Someone... Someone who's on the canvas now? I don't know. (laughs) You know,
2: know, who comes close? I don't know. I think it would be delightful to see Sonny Carintos as a zombie. Really? I think that would be very funny. That would be Uh, hilarious. I probably just just made (laughs) some (laughs) enemies.
1: No, not at all. Everyone knows this is a Halloween, early Halloween show, so we are... All just sort of in in good zombie natured fun.
2: <laughs> good zombie fun. I think Sonny Corinthos would be a delightful zombie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to reach out to Ron and see if he can come up with a Halloween inspired episode where perhaps Sonny Corinthos is a zombie. I'm sure he'd love right, to write like that. <laughs>
2: right. exactly. we've I think I think we shot up until pretty much Thanksgiving, so we'll we'll do it next year. We'll have, we'll have Sonny Car- So. <laughs> Carving the turkey next year
1: as <laughs> we Well, before I let you go, Caroline, I want to give you an opportunity. I know that you have oodles and oodles of projects, and of course people can see you on General Hospital. You also have the Pandora series of books. Can you right. uh, take a moment to let folks know where they can find you, where they can read from you, all of that good stuff, and what you have in the pipeline?
2: Here's the, the biggest thing, aside from *Asking Dead, uh, which I think is going to be a big hit, and uh, probably go to uh, a cable series. That's, that's my prediction. Um, in addition to that, the biggest thing I have going right now is my radio show called Animal Magnetism, and it's all about preservation and conservation for creatures great and small in the real world, not necessarily activist world, but more the advocacy world, what we are dealing with now on the planet as opposed to what we wish we had, what we would like to see versus what we actually do have, and that's on... Um, on every other Sunday, and the next episode will be on the 20th of October, and we're going to have Aaron Ivory, who's an Australian uh, elephant expert, and that's on www.ubnradio.com, Universal Broadcasting Network, so uh, 10 o'clock on Sundays, and they can also go on and, and listen to the archive shows, and it's just my my raison d'etre right now, so... That that's what, I'm, that's what I'm all about. But not just elephants, it's all animals. So there you go. That's that I'm doing.
1: Well, we will that make is, sure that we let people know how they can go and listen to that. We'll be tweeting that out and also posting it on our official show page at soapcentral.com. Yeah, and, and I'm
2: also on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, and I, and I, and I, love, my, I love my Twitter peeps. I love, I love my T-verse. So, uh, you know, Carolyn Hennessey, H-E-N-N-E-S-Y. Just come, on, come and join the party. She, and well, she's you. very active on Twitter and is wonderful to her fans. So you should follow her for sure. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> thank it's you. definitely yeah. worth yeah, the Twitter follow. I'll be posting stuff from Acting Dead. You know, maybe if they let me post a couple of you know shots from the set of some. Uh, oh yeah. Well, of oh, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah,
1: yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have a great time. Can't wow. wait, Carolyn. Thank you so much for dropping by as a surprise guest. We love surprises. We never know who's gonna uh, drop here.
2: <laughs> My pleasure. I'll see you, you in Berlin. Okay, honey. Take care, All guys.
1: Right, We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. I know that, uh, Brian and Susan, you've been sort of hanging out there, listening as surprise guests drop on by. We have another one. So if you'd like to just kick back your feet, we have someone else who would like to chat with us. We have nice. Jillian Clare on the line. Jillian, welcome to Subcentral Central Live, or welcome back, I should say. Hello. Thank you. So let's talk about zombies. I asked Carolyn, I don't know if you had an opportunity to hear it, but I'm asking, why are zombies so cool? So I'm going to sort of throw that out to you as well. What is it about zombies that just everybody wants to make a a television show or a movie about?
2: Um, I think it's just kind of like my generation right now. I mean, we were obsessed with vampires and werewolves. I think everyone's just kind of obsessed with anything that's having to do with the horror genre right now.
1: Going back over to you, quick, Brian. Do you think uh, we've heard three now? We've heard vampires, wolfmen, and zombies. Of those three, if they had to duke it out, which one would win?
3: Well, I mean, a zombie really has nothing to lose. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> except all their limbs and skin. I mean, they're 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 you know they're pretty low to the ground in the first place.
1: So I think I think they would fight to the bitter end. Susan, you same question.
2: Um, well, you know, for me. I, I refer back to the old-school vampires, you know, the Boris Karloffs. And so mm-hmm. he terrified me back when I used to watch him. So I'm definitely, I'm pro-vampire. Vampires would totally win.
1: <laughs> so we have one for zombie, one for vampires. Jillian, will you break the tie, or are you going to be the, the deciding vote here? Oh, no, I'm,
2: I'm a Sookie Stockhouse novel enthusiast and true blood lover, so I'm a, I'm a vampire girl all the way.
1: Ah. Uh, So it looks like vampires will come out on top. Unfortunately, the Wolfman will be shaved and sent off to live somewhere on an island by himself, (laughs) I guess. I'm not (laughs) sure. Thank (laughs) you, (laughs) Harry. While we're we're sort of doing a roundabout uh, Halloween show, we're not going to be on the air really close enough to Halloween to have a full-fledged Halloween show, so this is going to have to do. One of the other questions when it comes to Halloween – Jillian, we'll start with you, since I'm well beyond the years of trick-or-treating. Do you have a favorite trick-or-treating candy when you were actively trick-or-treating?
2: Oh, oh gosh. um, I don't know. I, I guess when I was a child, I was obsessed with M&Ms, so it would probably be that. I used to call them num-nums. Yeah, num-nums. I was going to chime in there and say, hands down, I know the answer to that. That's m <laughs> yeah. I think we have a, at my parents' house, we had this, like, M M&M and M guy. I don't know if you ever had one of them, but you pull down one of his hands, and out of his other hand, you get M and M's from the M M&M and M guy. So <laughs> I used to always say, like to my parents, I want the num num guy. Where's the num num guy?
1: <laughs> the num <num-num laughs> num an guy. Abbreviated
2: so... version. Sometimes it was just num num, num num, num num, num num. <laughs>
1: Well, let me turn the table slightly. Susan, you know, I've seen firsthand when kids come back with their Halloween stash, a lot of times the parents will pull out certain pieces of candy and hide them for themselves. Did you have a favorite trick-or-treat candy that you know that you'd love to get your hands on?
2: Well, my all-time favorite, and it's kind of Jillian's as well now, is Almond Joys and Mounds, which is good. My husband can't stand coconut because in our family it is not. Um, I mean, hands down, he's the chocolate man. He'll steal anything. I mean, he literally, I have to run to the store very often just to buy him chocolate because he's having cravings. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, he would steal everything. I would just go for the Mounds and the Almond Joy.
1: Brian, I'm not going to leave you out in the, we're no. almost out of time for this segment, but I know that you probably have a candy that you enjoy. Maybe still do. What's on top of your list?
3: Spend my whole life Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Smarties. That's it. Halloween Smarties. or
1: otherwise, those are them. I do remember Smarties. I actually uh. don't, I, I mean, I couldn't eat a whole bag of them if I went and bought them, but those actually sound <laughs> really good right about now.
2: They yeah, are great. Um, and you know, another one, Brian and I were at a studio, one of our locations the other day, and they had a huge thing of Halloween candy out already. So we were just yeah. sitting there enjoying our weight and just, you know, making our way through <laughs> the candy. But they had Starburst, which I love as well.
1: These are all good. I mean, there's really no wrong candy. They said there's no wrong no. way to eat a Kit Kat or Reese's no, Pieces no. or whatever it is. They, there's no right to eat, wrong way to eat something. But there is also no wrong way for people to show their support for Acting Dead. As we mentioned, there's an Indiegogo campaign. Folks can go to actingdead.com for more information to find out how to be a part of this. There are five days left to raise the money, you're, you know, on your way to reaching $35,000. Hopefully we can get you guys there. But uh, Susan, let me give you an opportunity to tell the fans one last time why they should support Acting Dead.
2: Well, you know, for for fans, we have a lot of really great perks. Um, We're going to be shooting photos of all the stars. Some of them are, you know, $15 and we'll send you a 5x7. You pick of your favorite star, um, you know, we have shout outs, we have video shout outs, we have a soap package in there with, there's an Eric Martop autograph CD, all kinds of different things. And not only that, I mean, you can obviously, you know, donate any amount. Um, we appreciate it that, you know, we kind of feel like anybody that donates is part of our team that's going to help bring this, you know, to fruitation and, um, We all hope that Carolyn's prediction comes true, that we make it to cable. And I really believe in this show. It's an amazing concept. It's going to be hilarious. Our talent is stellar. And I believe she's right. I think we're going to see it be be on the web. Amen.
1: Well, that is unfortunately out of time for this segment. But I want to thank the three of you for dropping by. And again, for everyone out there, they're starting production tomorrow. You heard Susan say the production starts tomorrow. So if you go over to the Indiegogo campaign, and again, we have the link on our official Twitter at Soap Central. We have it on soapcentral.com slash radio. There's still time for you to become involved in this. And hopefully, you know, you'll be helping get this show on its way to cable. So Brian, Jillian and Susan, thank you so much for dropping by today. Thanks
2: so, thanks, right, thanks so much. We, we appreciate it. Very much.
1: All right everybody, we do have to take a quick break, but on the other side we're going to continue our Halloween-ish themes. We're not going to be talking about funny zombies, we're going to be talking about scary zombies. So stay tuned because Subcentral Live will be right back.
0: Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Hey Soap fans are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com Every day SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas general hospital all my children or any of the other soaps soapcentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The
3: number one
0: Internet talk station where your opinion
3: counts. VoiceAmerica.com
0: You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com.
1: Now, back to our stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live and our early Halloween show. I guess it's never really too early for Halloween. They've have up Christmas decorations in the Target, so we can celebrate Halloween a couple of weeks early. Why not? My next guest has appeared on three different Soaps: Guiding Light, As the World Turns, and All My Children. The last time she was a guest here on Soap Central Live, it was as a surprise guest during our big Bianca Palooza show back in January 2012. This week, she gets her own palooza of sorts. Sarah Glendening is here to talk about the interactive horror theater experience called Delusion Mask of Mortality. I wish I had an echo effect. It probably would have made it more scary. But it's Delusion Mask of Mortality. Sarah, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Well, thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I am very excited <laughs> to learn more about this because I've been, you know, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, all over the place, trying to find out more about delusion. So we'll, we'll find a little bit of, of details about that. But more than that, because we always ask guests about their favorite roles or their favorite stories, something that I'm sure is probably your newest favorite role happened, oh, about what, five months ago or so? <laughs> Four, and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. What is yeah. this new special role?
2: <laughs> um, I'm a mommy now.
1: Oh, Congratulations.
2: Thank you. I'm proud, proud mommy of a little four-and-a-half-year-old girl. Her name is Wendy.
1: Are you getting any sleep between working and mothering and, and being a wife and all that other stuff? When do you find time to sleep?
2: No, I'm not getting any sleep. I haven't slept in weeks.
1: <laughs> this should make for a really fun interview. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah totally yeah you got me you got me at a good time i'm loopy as hell.
1: <laughs> so if there's uh for those of you out there if you hear a period of silence it is not anything wrong with your listening device perhaps sarah has fallen asleep and catch it a <laughs> don't no need to, to yeah, fill uh-huh. with that yeah right. she, just,
2: she actually just cut her first tooth yesterday so like that this. explains a lot about about what's uh how she's been recently
1: is that is that early? It seems like it's early. Is that early? Yeah,
2: it's early. It's early. The doctor said, you know, that she was she was teeth starting at two months. So I don't know. I have a little little monster baby on my hands. she's well, great. I love.
1: That's perfect doctors. for a Halloween show. We mean monster <laughs> lovingly and affectionately. I'm sure. Yeah, nothing,
2: nothing scarier than a screaming baby,
1: I think. <laughs> oh, your daytime career started off with the guest spot on Guiding Light. Then you eventually took over as Lucy Montgomery on As the World Turns. Of course, in 2010, mm-hmm. you joined the cast of All My Children as Mariska, Marissa Tasker. Looking okay. back at all of this, before you became part of our soap family, did you know what you <laughs> were getting yourself into?
2: Yeah. I was just happy to have a job. I was like, great a job, an acting job. Sounds awesome. So I jumped right in. But yeah, you're right. It's definitely a soap family.
1: I mean, it's even from, from the actors to the people behind the scenes to the fans, it really does seem to be one of the closest-knit communities that I've ever experienced.
2: It is, yeah. There's, there's nothing like a soap fan. They're the most, they're the most warm and, and also tenacious people that you'll ever come across, I think. I'm, I'm convinced of it.
1: And when you're talking about soaps, anything is possible on a soap. Anything uh, from you know zombies, as we talked about in the last segment, <laughs> to something that you had the opportunity to be a part of. It was a first of its time, to- a first of its kind, and it shows you how far soaps have come. Your character on All My Children was, I believe, the first to be blackmailed with a same-sex sex video. Is that fact or fiction?
2: A same-sex video. Yeah, I guess. I well, I don't know if it's the first. I didn't do the research on that, but yeah, that was definitely something that they wrote for. Us. I mean, you know, yeah, that was. They tied seems... that story into the snowball and into uh, the whole ending plot of of all my children before it before it moved to the web.
1: And. You know, certainly when fans found out that you were going to be here, they were very excited. You know, they, they missed seeing you on their screens. And I know that a lot of the fans were heartbroken that you were not a physical part of the online reboot of All My Children. But sort of strangely and ironically, though, you figured into the storyline probably more than a lot of other characters. I know that, you know, up I until now. I did not know
2: that, actually. But tell me more.
1: Well, <laughs> how do I put this? Marissa is no longer with us.
2: Yes, no, I know that. The, the, okay. That I've heard.
1: And as a result of that, you know, people went to jail, people ended up in comas, people's lives were were thrown apart. So. That's I have right. to ask. I
2: love that Marissa has a has a lasting legacy.
1: She does. I mean, it definitely played out, I would say, through every episode that uh, I guess there were 42 episodes or so of All My Children Online. So, But fans had the one question. You know, they, they certainly, We certainly respect the fact that up until now, uh, I, I know that you really haven't talked about All My Children and its move online. But for the fans who are listening, do you have a message for them? Do you want to uh, you know, maybe give them a message for the folks who really missed seeing you as a part of this online reboot?
2: Oh, I, I mean... I just want to say thank you for all of the love and support that we got. as we were winding down our uh, our network production, it was it was really beautiful and wonderful to hear from everybody. And and you know, I said tenacious earlier. I mean, fans fans held on to the show tenaciously, and I'm I'm sure that has everything to do with the reboot that it got with the uh, uh, with the online network.
1: So it, I don't yeah. know. Just, you're right. Thank I mean, you. And I
2: and I miss the show. I miss I miss Marissa. I miss Bianca. I miss, I miss the whole family.
1: You know, tenacious is is definitely word, and I think sometimes people think tenacious isn't necessarily uh, uh, a good thing. But you're absolutely right in this situation. Uh, tenacious, I disagree.
2: Tenacious is a wonderful. I think everyone should be tenacious. You should you should always attack and and go after what you want. I I think it's a wonderful thing.
1: And I think that. <laughs> Probably fans when you you know when they hear someone like you say that they miss the character, they miss the relationships with the people that they had on screen, uh, and and certainly off screen. That makes them feel good. I guess that makes them feel justified about investing in these characters. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's hard not to. You definitely get. I don't know. You get you get attached. You get attached to the people that you're playing. That's that's one of the fun things about doing a soap is that, um, you know. It goes on for so long that you really get to start to have some ownership over the character you're playing. It's a lot of fun. It's different than a film, you
1: know? Well, you what know? we like to do, too, is we like to help people reunite. So, as a, a special thank you to you for being here, we have Christina Bennett-Lind on the line who'd like to say hello Aww. to you.
2: Hi, <laughs> Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hi, Uh-oh. Hi! this is so funny. We haven't actually spoken uh, privately in a while, so um, to speak publicly is, is so nice. I just want to squeal, but I can't squeal like I normally would. I'm trying to play it cool. <laughs> you can squeal. We won't I judge. It, your voice. Uh, where are you? Come back to me. Oh. Oh, look, we're just covering the whole country right now. I'm on the East Coast. It's the East Coast Manx office. And uh, you're on the west coast. That's all. yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's, that's Hi, that's everyone. We haven't, we haven't gotten to talk in so long because I've been so busy with this um with uh, this show delusion Dan that you were talking about. So um, although I was I was really frustrated with uh, something that was going on with the show the other day, and um, I wrote something on Facebook about you know. Please help me out, universe. And two seconds later, I get a text from Christina telling me that this is the universe calling and and you're doing just fine. (laughs) And it almost made me cry. It was so sweet of you. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I have a very close relationship with the universe, and uh, it approves of you. (laughs) I'm so glad I'm going to you first from now on to talk about these things.
1: That's a good thing. We like people who have good good sort of relationships with the universe. Christina, what do you know uh, about spookiness? Because we're going to ask Sarah to talk a little bit about delusion and tell people how scary it really is. Have you heard anything about this?
2: Oh, I've heard tons about it. I went last year, and I know this year it's revamped and sort of scarier than it even was. I'm a terrible... I guess I'm I'm a really great person to go see scary movies with because I... I'm terrified. Terrified. I'm. I'm am I'm a terrible scarer. I mean, I just scream. So, like, scream. I think last last year I went to to the you know incarnation of it last year with uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and he was like, he was like, it's going to be okay. This is just <laughs> pretend. It's, it's okay. So, um, <laughs> so, so I mean, Sarah, I, let me. I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be there because I think I would be a really good uh, audience member. Um, I think I would. Could be funny. Probably so, about well, it.
1: What is Delusion, Sarah? I mean, we're hearing that it's sort of scary. We're hearing that it's interactive and it's horror theater. What does that mean? What is interactive horror theater?
2: Um, Basically, when you arrive, you are uh, in a group of around 10 other audience members
1: or nine other
2: audience members. And um, as a group, you become characters in the play. And so the play moves throughout uh, the venue. And our venue this year is an old decommissioned church. And um, so the, uh, the audience moves throughout the venue uh, with other actors and they're asked to perform certain tasks and um, a lot of them are very scary and you may or may not be pulled away from the rest of your group to perform a different task. And um, So this is
1: touchy-feely? There's, I mean, when you say interactive, people are actually reaching out and touching someone?
2: Oh, well, sure, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. I mean you, you That's just, the best part. It's not, it's not the kind of theater where you go and you sit down and see and you watch a play. It's um it's the story unfolds only when you help the story unfold. So you, you really do have to uh work to make the show continue. And um by work I mean, you know, do things that might be challenging in a scary kind of way. <laughs>
1: Hmm. Well, we talk yeah. about work, Christina. You mentioned that you are all over the place. What mm. are you up to? I know that you've been involved in a couple of projects. So let's let fans know where they can see you next.
2: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, the, the next. I've been traveling a lot this summer with uh, my theater company, and um, I, you know, uh, just completed production, uh, principal photography on a film that I wrote and 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 directing. So I'm start to, starting to go into post-production on that pretty soon. Um, but next month, I'll be going to uh, Boston to perform in a play called The Heart of Robin Hood at uh, ART, which is a, a, a big regional theater associated with Harvard. So it's a, it's gonna, I get to play Marion, Marion. Hey. Oh, my God, how fun. Yeah, So I'll be doing that. Uh, I leave in November and I'll be there through January 19th. So I'll definitely be in touch about all those details when I have more of those. Um, I think I'm allowed to talk about it. I, <laughs> I haven't actually signed anything yet, but um, it's, I'm really excited about it. It's a, it's a production that was transferred from the Royal Shakespeare Company and it sounds like a really cool, like I get to do a lot of fighting and dressing like a boy, which I love. <laughs> and I get to, you know, like be kind of a strong female, which, uh, which I'm glad to say is a part I've
1: played several times before. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to continue doing that. That sounds like a lot of fun, and when you're allowed to talk about it, shh, we'll certainly <laughs> pass along the information. No, no,
2: I I just haven't signed anything yet. But it's uh, I, I leave on the fourth, so I'm, I'll, I'll be excited to let everyone know all the details about it when I when I know more. Which, you know, as I always joke, you guys usually know more about my career than I do. <laughs> so I'll ask, I'll ask Sassy. Twitter.
1: Sadly, I guess it might be true, Christina. I yeah. want to thank you so much for taking some time to surprise everyone here oh. on the show. You know, I always appreciate yeah. it. You drop by. Well,
2: I'll do uh, really anything, uh, even talk right to the directly to the universe for Sarah. She's a yeah. extraordinary <laughs> lady, so I'm proud to surprise her. I miss you. Let's I miss you. you. <laughs> All
1: right,
2: I miss thank- you too, Jan.
1: Oh, well, I miss you. T- I miss everybody. Everybody is more than welcome <laughs> to come over and hang out. Because to me, uh, to be completely honest, delusion is going to Thanksgiving dinner with my family and thinking that no one's going to get into a fight. So this is t- <laughs> this is a totally different form of delusion, and I kind of like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. good. Well, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and um, uh, Sarah, I'll call you. Yeah. All right, good.
1: I'll talk to you. Thank okay, you, Christina. Thanks,
2: thanks everyone.
1: We're gonna loop it back, Sarah. I mean, we're we're telling people about this interactive, and uh, you know, I think that a lot of people think that when they hear interactive or audience part- uh, participation or improv, you know, they think of somebody yelling out a word, you know, like elephant, and then they work elephant into oh, the play. Yeah. Oh this sounds yeah.
2: I it. I a lot of. different. No, it's, yeah, it's very different. It's it's not like it's not like Rocky Horror where you you uh, you know, yeah, it's not like that. It's it's definitely. Um, yeah, I guess the idea is supposed to be more like like you're inside of a horror film, that this, this horror film is happening right here, right now, and that, and that you're a character in it.
1: And who doesn't want that? I mean, we, everybody talks about that? when they watch a horror movie, they think, oh, I wouldn't be the one who turned back and opened up the door to see if anybody was there. You know, this, is a, right. this is an opportunity to, <laughs> to live out that fantasy live in Los Angeles through November 23rd, so that's really kind of cool.
2: It's, yeah, it's, it's very cool. We're having a great time with it. It's going really well so far. We had our press night last night, and um, it was fun. We had a lot of people come out. And um, it's really good. Tickets are selling actually pretty quickly already. That was the problem last year is that we, we ran out of tickets to, to sell because everything got sold out before we knew it, which we were pleased about. But it's already happening again. So.
1: I was going to say, I don't know that that's necessarily a problem. <laughs>
2: No, it's great. It's great, but as long as we're talking about it, I want to make sure that everyone knows that because uh, we had so many people come to us and say, say you know, uh, you know they, they meant to buy tickets and then they, I guess they waited too long and we felt really bad about it. But, you know, Halloween only lasts for so long. So.
1: <laughs> and that's, that is true. And Halloween tends to get squeezed out. As I mentioned earlier, you know, they have Christmas decorations up in some stores. It goes right from, oh, back to school, to uh, about a brief moment in time of Halloween and then it's Christmas time already.
2: I know it's true, it's true. And yeah, I think Halloween is a lot of people's favorite holiday. I mean, it's it's so much fun. Everyone gets to Who doesn't love the fall, right? Fall is maybe the best time of year, I think.
1: Well, we can argue about that off-screen. You're a guest. <laughs> so I'm not going to argue with you about fall. I'm a summer That's guy, but so i mean that's that's certainly up for grabs but again for folks this is it's a snooze or lose this isn't sort of a you know something that will be extended in perpetuity this is very halloween oriented it's running now through november 23rd in la for information you go can go to enterdelusion.com. there's all sorts of information about what it is there's a whole faq it tells you how scary it is no kids all this fun stuff and you can buy tickets so you have to I mean, Sarah, you're saying buy the tickets now or you're going to regret it.
2: Yeah, I know. And I feel like that sounds very salesman of me, but it it was something that actually happened last year. So, yeah, if somebody wants to get tickets, they should probably jump on it.
1: And one of the reviews (laughs) from one of the stations in L.A. said it might be the scariest play you've ever seen because you are in it. Delusion is a psychological thriller sure to keep you up at night. So if the government <laughs> shutdown isn't scary enough for you, here's another thing to give you nightmares, I guess.
2: Yeah, exactly. You'll get exactly what you're looking for with the, <laughs> I mean, with the stand factor. Although I we don't mean, have any government officials in our show.
1: Maybe we should. Maybe that's next year. Delusion. We didn't know when
2: we were writing that this was gonna this was gonna happen.
1: Delusion, <laughs> the you know, the capital edition. I don't know. Something right. like that. Yeah, exactly. We laugh, but certainly if you want a good scare, everybody, this is the place to go. I'm going to give you the microphone to, I mean, apparently since tickets are selling like hotcakes, you don't really need my help to let people know about this, (laughs) but I'm going to give you the opportunity to be that salesman that you were afraid you were becoming (laughs) and tell people Uh, why do they need to go see Delusion? uh, Well, I mean, if if,
2: if you like being scared, it's definitely the place to go. Um, you know, it's it's a step up from going and seeing all the, the horror movies that come out this time of year. It's, it really puts you right in the middle of it. Um, and it's like no other, really. There's, there's not really any other show that is quite like us, although we are starting to get some imitators out there because uh, they see a good thing and they want in.
1: I was going to say, um, that's how you know you've made it when people are trying to pretend to be you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's definitely... It's, it's a one-of-a-kind experience.
1: It really is. Well, one last thing before I let you go. I want to ask a little bit about the, the part that comes after the colon. It's delusion. Mask of mortality. What <laughs> is mask of mortality? It sounds something between something that maybe Erica Kane wore in the 90s <laughs> and the Fountain of Youth or, or, or the Ebola outbreak. I don't know. What does mask of mortality mean to you?
2: Well, you might be onto something with the Ebola outbreak. There's, there's definitely an aspect of, um, of, of uh, the plague uh, oh, in there. Oh,
1: Lord. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is why I stay in my house, because I don't want to get the plague or the Ebola. Now you're telling me I can go and, and live out my worst nightmares. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, great. Sarah. I know,
2: I know. And here we are with the salmonella outbreak in, in Southern California <laughs> with the government shutdown. I mean, here we go, you know. Um but yeah, mask of mortality it had something to do there's there's um in uh during during the uh the black plague the black death um there were these doctors that went around um and you know obviously trying to heal the sick uh, but they wore these bizarre masks that are sort of almost beat they kind of look like a like a strange bird Ooh. and um the idea i guess was that if they wore these strangely shaped masks that the uh the, um The plague would they wouldn't catch the plague. Um, I don't know how well that worked because <laughs> I had no idea I wasn't around, you know um, but they're they're kind of frightening, they're bizarre and frightening, and so um, that's where the title is pulled from.
1: Sounds like me. Bizarre and frightening, depending upon the day. (laughs) Delusion Mask Mortality is running now through November 23rd in Los Angeles. As I mentioned, for ticketing information, you can go to enterdelusion.com. Sarah, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out to chat with us today about delusion.
2: You got it. Thank you for having me and giving me the opportunity. I really appreciate it. It's really good to talk to
1: you. Absolutely. I hope that you get some rest. I hope that you sell out (laughs) all of the tickets so that maybe you can rest and that you'll come back here with your next project.
2: All right, I appreciate it. Have a really good day.
1: You too. All right, everybody, it seems that this spooky story has a happy ending because we've all made it to the closing credits without being sliced or diced. I want to thank my special guests this week, and there were a lot of them, weren't there? Susan Bernhardt, Brian Beacock, Jillian Clare, Carolyn Hennessy, Sarah Glendening, Christina Bennett-Lind, anyone else that I've forgotten. I don't think that I have, but welcome and thank you to them as well. For more information about Acting Dead or its Indiegogo campaign, or if you're brave enough, to want to order tickets to attend Delusion. You can find all the details on our official show page at SoapCentral.com radio. While you're there, you can also check out any other episode of Soap Central Live. Each episode that we've ever done is available for free, free on demand, listening on your PC, Apple, or Android device. We have just one more show to go, then it's our 200th episode, or maybe it's my 200th birthday. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's definitely one of those. And there's going to be some sort of celebration. That's coming up in two weeks. But I also want to let you know that you can join us for episode 199, which I'm sure will be just as good as episode number 200. It may even be better. Who knows? But that's next week, Friday, October 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, part of the continuing saga that we like to call Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody.